Welcome to Public Health Plus, the bonus episode. This is another one of MJ's hot takes. MJ's hot takes. Hot takes. It's a little too hot for the show, so we have to do it here. <gasps> spicy. We always got to pull out your spicy takes and put them into the bonus. Yeah, this is where my alter spicy ego come out and make a lot of weird commentary. So here we go. I like your I like your spicier alter ego. I do too. It's when like I- It brings a good sassiness and punch to the podcast. Yeah, it's my uh, unfiltered side. So here we go. <laughs> so I think I told you this, but I hate cars. Yes, you have mentioned that. <laughs> One of my weird goals in life is to never own a car, which is a tough goal, but I have managed. Partially, it's about being eco-friendly, but it's mostly out of spite. I absolutely hate cars. Why? What do you have against cars? They're delightful. They get you where you need to go. You can carry a bunch Redacted. of around it and oh, stuff around in it. I mean, so it's not so much like one car. Like the concept of a car doesn't infuriate me. I think what infuriates me is the fact that there's so many of them. And which is kind of why I want to do this bonus, because American cities are the least walkable and the least bikeable cities compared to other cities and nations. And Americans in general walk the least of any industrialized nation. And that's not surprising because I don't know about your experience, but American cities are in general like super not walkable. Well, they're not also laid out with the purpose of walking. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's that's sort of not how we laid out, especially suburban areas. So where I grew up. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Renton, Washington, suburb of Seattle. And well, it's generous to call it a suburb, but otherwise people have no <laughs> idea where it is. So it's it's about 15 miles from Seattle. Anyway, I lived in a really nice neighborhood, access to lots of stuff, but you couldn't walk anywhere. You had to take a car everywhere you went. And that's it was by design. That's how we laid out these areas. Very, very different than when I was living in Baltimore or Philadelphia. Right. So a little bit of Baltimore pride. Baltimore is one of the most walkable cities in America with New York City, Boston, and San Francisco. So I did not know that. Yeah, it's one of the most walkable cities. And I mean, compared to other cities like Amsterdam and other cities in Europe and other cities in Asia, it's still not as walkable. But for American standards, Baltimore is one of the most walkable cities. So hmm. go Baltimore. Go Baltimore. Indeed. So like kind of what you mentioned, like a lot of cities, especially suburbs, they were never built for walking in mind. And as a result, you needed a car to get anywhere. I mean, a lot of these places don't even have sidewalks for you to walk on if you wanted to walk. So you walk on the shoulder or along the road. Yeah. So let's let's talk about what makes American cities less walkable. So you mentioned a big part of it is design. A lot of cities were just never designed with pedestrian in mind. And I didn't know this, but there is a lot of places where there are just simply no sidewalks. Like it's literally the the store or the house and then asphalt. Yeah. There's no big concrete sidewalk in between and they just have no sidewalks. So pedestrian safety is definitely an issue that a lot of American suburbs and cities have. And there's no curb cuts. A lot of places. Do you know what those are? What is a curb cut? It's when it cuts to the asphalt so wheelchairs or bikes can go, like wheels can go onto the oh, sidewalk. sure, like the little ramps so that people can get on and off the sidewalk. Okay, got it. Yeah, so there's no curb cut somewhere. And then there are places where there's no crosswalk. So have you ever seen those like huge two-lane boulevards that just run for from one end to another and the crosswalks are like a mile apart? Oh, sure. I mean, we've talked about this before, right? Like if you want people to take the crosswalk, you need to make them convenient 
and easy to use. Otherwise, people are just going to go play Frogger across the middle of the road. Yeah, they're either going to jaywalk or the other side, they're just not going to walk at all. They're just going to be like, well, I'm just going to drive because walking is so annoying and so dangerous to do. But yeah, so a lot of it is pedestrian safety issue. And a lot of American cities and suburbs have terrible public transportation options. And with, you know, no buses and no stuff, it just doesn't encourage people to walk or not take a car. So much of it comes down to the design of the suburb and the city. So if you are designing a place where all the residential areas in one place and all the shopping areas in another place, which is what a lot of suburbs are designed to be, you can't walk because where you live is just so far away from where you need to be that walking just becomes like impractical. Yeah, miles of walking. I went to high school with a guy who didn't have a car and he had to walk everywhere. This dude was the most fit person (laughs) i have interacted with like i swear he didn't have an ounce of fat on his body because he would walk everywhere he had to walk to work he had to walk to school and he's walking 10 15 miles a day probably like all these trips he had to take anything he wanted to do he had to walk he was so fit i mean there's definitely some health benefits to that yeah for sure and so that's that's shift on to like why walking is a good thing well walking is a good thing because it is the easiest informal exercise people can do Right. You're trying to get from point A to point B. And when you walk, it's it's not a lot of exercise. But if you if you walk on a regular basis, that has been shown to have like very good health benefits. And so there's a lot of studies done on walking and a lot of it has like really ridiculous claims. I don't know like how true this is, but studies say it reduces stress. That makes sense. It's better for your mental health. Also makes sense. But then there are studies that says it makes kids smarter. And that is like, uh, maybe. And then my daughter walks with me every morning and she's smart as hell. So maybe. Case in point. And then there's also a study that says walking reduces Alzheimer's and dementia. It could be that because you walk, you need to have some sort of spatial awareness, maybe. And that helps. But well, and also I think that, you know, some of the keys to Alzheimer's and dementia is creating new neural pathways. That's why like doing crossword puzzles and different things are good because it keeps these neural pathways generating. Especially if you're walking in a new way, seeing new sights, because every walk is going to be different. Even if you walk the same route, you're not going to say the, see the same thing every time. And so I could see that having support to it. Yeah. So again, uh, you know. Walking's great. Everybody should walk. I know. Walking is great. I'm, I'm a total pro walker, pro biking. It's just uh, there's a lot of benefits to walking. But you do get into a car. And you do drive a car occasionally, even though you don't own one. I don't drive a car. My girlfriend drives. You don't drive at all? No. <laughs> what <laughs> that is I, I i have the capacity to drive i have a driver's license but no i don't drive i haven't driven a car for like a long time that's, that's hilarious so i drive all of the time because i get a i get car sick if i'm a passenger and b i just really dislike the way james drives he knows this so okay. i'm not, I'm not okay. like does james shade. listen to this podcast <laughs> he, he's aware that i don't he he'll say it he's like she doesn't like the way i drive He doesn't like to drive. So, you know, he walks to work. He has a 90 second walk to work. So he doesn't have to drive. Oh, that's so nice. I know. I'm very jealous. But I just think it's funny that you you don't drive. (laughs) It's it's, again, it's mostly out of spite. (laughs) That that Angela drives you everywhere. I find hilarious. I don't know why. It's it is a weird thing when I tell people I don't drive and they they always look at me funny. I don't know. But I I don't drive. It's mostly out of spite. Again, I don't like cars. But you get in them. I do get in them because if I could live in a place <laughs> where it is more walkable and more bikeable, I would be infinitely happier. But no, like grocery stores are so far away that you have to drive to them and everything is just so far away in America. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll stop pestering you about not driving. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's nice. Um, 
there are a lot of benefits to walking. Uh, some of it more obvious and some of it less obvious, but a lot of benefits to, to walking. And it's also cheap to walk. You know, you don't need to buy a car. You don't need to buy car insurance. It's just cheaper to walk. And But American cities are just not that walkable. And a lot of it is just due to the type of investment that we've made over the last century where we, we rarely invested in public transportation and we've always invested in suburbification, if that is a word. And we've always invested in making cities better for cars, but not necessarily better for pedestrians. So I, over Labor Day weekend, went to Berlin, Maryland, which is down on the eastern shore, right by Assateague State Park. And on Sundays, they closed down the main roads to vehicle traffic, and they have a farmer's market. And it was fantastic. We parked on sort of the edge of the town, and we walked in. It was so nice. You didn't have to worry about getting run over by a car as you're, you know, shopping and browsing and perusing, like the kids were able to wander around. It was really nice to be in that kind of environment. So even in cities that might not be as walkable when there are little areas, shopping centers and things like that, to the extent that they could at least one day a week close down to vehicle traffic, I think that would be a great way to promote walking. Yeah. And also, uh, I think someone in Hopkins is doing projects like Safe Street, where do you do you know that project? So safe safe streets is a violence interruption program. Wait, maybe I'm thinking of something. It's when they close down a street for kids to play. Right. Keisha Pollock Porter has been working on that. Is it yes. It may be called Safe Streets, but like when, when I think of Safe Streets in Baltimore, I don't think of that. I think of the violence interruption. Do they share the same name? Is it place play streets? But the idea is the same, where one day a week or a few times a week, they close down an entire street and they put like, you know, I don't know what, like water slides or whatever, like just Bounce play houses things. and yeah, jungle gyms. Yeah, all sorts of great stuff. Just encourage kids to, to come out and walk. Yeah. And then uh, those things have been going on because, and I think cities are starting to realize that there's just not a places for people to walk. And Oakland is doing a lot of experimentation with just closing down streets for pedestrian only. And so far, it's been quite successful. But yeah, like, I'm glad these things are happening. But I I hate cars. <laughs> and this is the motivation why I want to do this. I hate cars. There's too many of them. They hate you too. The feeling is mutual. <laughs> no, I, I understand your point. We have created sort of a feedback loop. We've designed communities so that they're not walkable. You need a car to get most places. Mm -hmm. So then we have more cars. So then we have to make the roads wider and have more parking lots. And so it sort of continues feeding on itself. And, right, more car friendly. You know, I'm excited to see new alternative modes of transportation. More places are getting light rail. More places have access to like little scooters that you, know, you don't have to have a car all the time everywhere you go. Although if you're going to ride a scooter, wear a helmet because they can be very dangerous. Yes, do wear a helmet when you're on those scooters. <laughs> 